gentlemen, to Shockcast episode 193. Yeah, let's go with that. I'm your host, Georgie Menace from DualShockers.com. This week, I am stuck between a Ryan sandwich with brand new staff writer Ryan Rath. How are you? What's going on, guys? And I'm here with Ryan Numero Uno in my heart and yours, Ryan Meisler. How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm good. So, so in this Ryan sandwich, like, what part am I of the sandwich? Am I like the the lettuce? Am I like the turkey? Am I? Oh like no, no, the... you're you're the bread because I'm okay. the center. I'm 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 the center, obviously. I'm I'm my ego needs me to be the center. But okay, I just my my preference is like a seeded rye bread if we're going with any kind of because that's the best kind of bread. So do you want to be do you want to be the that, you, so. do you want to be the top bun I'm or the bottom? I'm gonna go with the good potato bread, but yeah. rye's okay. I can work with that. Yeah, yeah, okay. This is getting out of hand. Yeah, Ryan, you're the top one. Uh, Ryan, new games came out this week. Go talk about them. <laughs> uh, yes, there are new games in, this week. Uh, in particular, a very, very big, giant release, uh, that being The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. No, I'm kidding. It's fine. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yes, there were new games that came out this week. So the new releases from November 2nd to November 9th, 2014. We have uh, the biggest one this week, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare on PS3, PS4, PC, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Uh, we have Depth on PC, The Binding of Isaac Rebirth for PC, <clears throat> uh, PS4, and Mac. Uh, I think also PS3? I don't know offhand. But anyway, um, Rocksmith 2014 edition for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, the Walking Dead Season 2 on Vita. Uh, don't Die, Mr. Robot. Oh, sorry, hold on. Don't Die, Mr. Robot. It has an exclamation point, so I haven't pointed that out. Uh, it's just on PlayStation Network, so I'm assuming PS3 and Vita. Uh, Blaze Rush for PS3, uh, Disney Infinity Marvel Superheroes for PS3. I think that might be the digital release, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, network. Yeah, yeah. Um, How to Survive Storm Warning Edition for PS4, uh, The Wolf Among Us for PS4, PS3, Vita, and uh, or sorry, yeah, PS4, PS3, and Vita. That's the retail release of the game. Uh, Snarkbusters High Society for PS3, Frozen Synapse Prime for PS, uh, PS3 and PC. Uh, the Hungry Horde for PlayStation. It's PlayStation Network, so PS3 or Vita. Uh, MotoGP 14 for PS4. Uh, Magic 2015 Duels of the Planeswalkers for Xbox One. Pure Solar and the Great Architects for Wii U. The Swapper for Wii U. Uh, Pokemon Puzzle Challenge for 3DS. Sports Ball for Wii U. Super Mario Advance for Wii U. Uh, Nintendo. Okay, hold on. We, we're about to get a lot of Nintendogs in here. So we have <laughs> Nintendogs plus Cats, Golden Retriever and New Friends, French Bulldog and New Friends, and Toy Poodle and New Friends for 3DS. I think those are all eShop releases of those games. Uh, and finally, A Bird Story for PC. Um, so yeah, pretty much it's mostly Call of Duty and then everything else is kind of how it's going down. So Yeah, I'm going with Nintendogs, French Bulldog and New Friends. That's, <laughs> that seems like the game I'm going to go with. Uh, what are you going with, Ryan? Ryan, 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 what are you going with? <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of I'm digging Binding of Isaac. I played the original, and this one's fantastic. I mean, uh, who doesn't love a rogue indie? It's freaking awesome. I mean, you, you go around and play as a dude who, like, cries on everything. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, aren't, aren't you an aborted fetus? <laughs> uh, not an aborted fetus. Your mom's trying to kill you. That's, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So the closest thing to an aborted fetus you can get without actually being an aborted <laughs> right, fetus. Right, exactly. It's yeah. a really late, late-term abortion is what you're trying to say. Yes. Uh, Ryan number two, what do you want? Or Ryan number one, I, I forgot, this is going to be weird. Uh, it's okay, it's fine. <laughs> um, so, uh, actually, I would go with uh, The Wolf Among Us or Walking Dead Season 2. They're both excellent games, uh, since I've played them. Uh, I probably would go with Call of Duty, but I haven't actually played it, and I don't plan on getting it right now, so 
Uh, but yeah, that's that's for me. Probably Wolf Among Us, because Wolf Among Us is a really awesome game. If you haven't played it, uh, definitely get the retail release. Yeah, I think I might pick that up on a PS4 or Xbox One one of these days. Because now mm-hmm. it's on a now it's on one of the two systems I play. It's like I can't yeah. really go back to play it on 360 or PS3. I'm gonna go with uh, the game I reviewed, Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare Day Zero Edition. That's what I had. Uh, the review should be up. I guess we should get right into it. Ryan, you played it, right? Yeah, I played it. Or which Ryan? I have not played it, so Ryan, that's all you. So. The one who didn't even make a motion to respond. He just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, I played it for review. It's not up yet, but it will be by the time you see this video, so I, I, I guess I'll just go into it. Uh... I was kind of surprised by it. It was, you know, Call of Duty was kind of, you know, we're, we were suffering from some uh, franchise fatigue, uh, to put it lightly. And uh, I gave it a, I gave it an 8.0. I actually thought it was a pretty fun and just a, a good game. It actually kind of surprised me and made me interested into Call of Duty again. I don't know how you feel, Ryan. Uh, no, I feel the same. Had I, you know... I was asking earlier, Joel and uh, Yaris, I was going to talk to him. I didn't know you were actually doing the review at first, so I was going to talk to him about maybe, you know, my first piece being a review. Of course, that, that was before I, you know, <laughs> understood that right for a month and then, you know, the policy. But uh, anyway, that aside, I was going to give it a, a strong 7.5, maybe an 8. Uh, it, it's it's a great game. Uh, definitely brought back, uh, or revived, I should say, revived the series. Uh, it's a refreshing take. I mean, basically, they borrowed every single idea out of Titanfall and put it in Call of Duty. But it's okay. It's, yeah, see, it's that, that, Call of Duty. I'm I'm gonna say the only thing it really steals from or, or borrows from Titanfall is that sense of mobility because Titanfall was more like parkour because you're running on walls and double jumping and doing those kind of. Sure. This is more about like jet quick jet boost to the right, left, up, down, and then all the kind of weird gadgets you have on there. So that, <laughs> that, that that's the big difference when you kind of see. You know, the, the new thing right now for shooters is mobility. You, know, you saw it in Destiny with the ability to, like, rocket around and hover and, you know, and, 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 and like, Titanfall. Yeah, it turns out in a Twitch shooter, people like to run around and, you know, be mobile and not feel so restricted as to, like, oh, man, there's a sniper over there. What am I going to do? Oh, I can just boost up there and kill him. That's kind of neat. Um, so that, yeah, the, the exosuit, as you call it, is... Uh, yeah, it did. It, it it felt neat. Like it was there. It was it was kind of the new idea that the franchise needed, because it was only you know Call of Duty was gonna get to this point at some at some time, but I I was glad to see that it worked really well as far as like you know in the campaign also like you were kind of slowly introduced to new little abilities and stuff like that, and you know I I had a lot of fun with the single player, but I think. Uh, it, it suffers from still being a Call of Duty game, as you know, as in like you know, follow this dude to shoot a bunch of other dudes, and then maybe do like a cool little vehicle sequence. Like you know, there's some really neat stuff in the middle, like a couple of the, the stealth missions I really like, or those little hover bikes you were on for a little while. Like I thought that was really cool, even though it was like a really short sequence. But you know, it was kind of you know, it, I thought it was paced fairly well. Uh, you know, might as well talk about the big elephant in the room is Kevin Spacey steals the fucking show. <laughs> as soon as he shows up on camera, you're just like you're just captivated, and you're like, I don't know what he's gonna say, but I can't wait for him to say it. And he he essentially just Frank Underwood's the whole game, which is I was getting ready to say that he Frank Underwooded the shit out of that role, and you gotta uh, love it. Yeah, I was surprised. Spoiler alert: He's the main antagonist. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, I mean, I didn't put that in the I didn't spoil it in the review, even though I was like, it's it's pretty predictable as far as like the marketing for this game. Like, if he's not the bad guy, then this would be a waste of having Kevin Spacey in your video game. 
But uh, but yeah, you know, I, I thought that actually played out really well. I wished the um, the Black Ops 2 branching story paths came back during the mission where it's like, oh, you can do this, and it kind of leads you down a different rabbit hole. Like that, I think that's what was the franchise was miss- uh, was uh, that's what Call of Duty was missing at this point. It, it really should have gone back to, you know, done more of those experimental things that Black Ops is usually known for. But I, you know, like I, but you know, like I said, it's it's a game bouncing back from ghosts. So you couldn't really go too ape shit as far as like let's do all these new ideas because you kind of have to win your fans back. So it's like the traditional Call of Duty fan plays plays Ghost and is like, wow, even by my standards, this is super fucking boring. So it, you know, it looks like they had to step it up as far as like, no, we'll just get some real Hollywood talent in here. Troy Baker is amazing in the game. Who knew? It's like, he, you know, he's he's a dreamy guy. He's there in like full beard and like long hair as like a soldier guy. And I was like, ah, good for him. But I mean, I, I I really dug it. I was I was really surprised by that. Uh, did you get uh, Did you get into the multiplayer at all, Ryan? Yeah, no, I played up to uh, I think I'm level 25 now. I haven't I haven't messed around with it a whole lot. I, I was able to boost up pretty high in that first day zero. You know, the double XP uh, right, going on. Right. But um, I think my biggest complaint, and I don't know, maybe maybe I'm the only one. I don't know, but I feel like if you're if you're not using an assault rifle, you're in the wrong. You know, the the game offers you you SMGs, shotguns, special weapons, sniper rifles. But, I mean, they all suck compared to the assault rifle. If you're not using the AK-12 or the, uh, what is it, the BAL-27, you're not going to stand a chance. Uh, That's the way I feel. I feel like they're a little bit overpowered and they should need some balance. And Granted, the game's brand new, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, they are pretty overpowered for starting weapons, which I found kind of weird. Because usually you don't find that gun. Because usually I feel like in another another Call of Duty game, the the AK-12 or the BAL are, like, something you'll find when you hit, like, rank 30 or something, which is, like, where it's, like, where all the good weapons tend to hide when you're ranking up in Call of Duty. That's kind of where they live. Right. What was it, Black Ops? Was it the first Black Ops you unlocked the Commando? That was one of the last guns you got, and it was essentially one of the better guns in the game. And I mean, I, I was at black I was at an issue with equipment like progression like that, where basically, you know, it, you get you get rewarded for playing the game a lot. But if you're a new player, the matchmaking has never been good in Call of Duty, so you're always going to be matched up with people who are like twice, three times your skill level, who are using all this great advanced weaponry against your basic default weapon. So I don't know if this was maybe a counter to that sentiment that it always done, where it's like, let's give everyone good weapon up front. And work our way around that. But like right now, I'm running into people who are using like dual SMGs that seem unstoppable. Uh, uh, I've noticed a lot of people using that really weird kind of long railgun sniper rifle, which I think is the default sniper rifle, which people are just no scoping the shit out of me. Like it's, it's getting <laughs> to a point where they're using that gun like a regular like, you know, just a regular assault rifle. It reminds me of like back in like uh, Rainbow Six. Was it uh, which was the one on the uh, Las Vegas? Was that the one? Uh, 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 Rainbow Six Vegas. Yeah, Vegas one yeah. where people were using the sniper rifle like a machine gun, the 50 cal, and they're just going boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so yeah, that that feels like it needs to either put some sway on that fucking scope because I feel like people are killing me way too easy with that. And like, they Call of Duty's never been my game. I've just never been really good with uh, yeah, right. reflex-based twitch shooters. It's just you know you 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 kind of have to go in knowing what you know. The only way to get good at those games is by getting your ass handed to you on hours on end before you start realizing, you know. So you start realizing where the choke points are on the map and, like, you know, how the gun, when you fire, you know, where it recoils and, you know, how many bullets does it take to actually kill a guy as, a, you know, as opposed to, like, this one takes two, this one takes three, this one takes five. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. My, my, I've been using just going into, you know, cloak with an SMG and hopefully I get behind a couple people or the, uh, or the deuce shotgun. I love that fucking shotgun that just shoots that shockwave at people. It shoots. It's like no bullets. It just shoots out a pulse wave. 
Yeah. It's 19, I think. That thing's pretty awesome. It look it, it is amazing. I love that effect, and and also this is a great looking game. I, I'm playing it on Xbox One, and I'm just kind of like just the player models alone. When you go through the single player, you know, when you get close to someone, and they start talking. You're just kind of like, whoa, we're hitting some, we're we're finally hitting, we're hitting that uncanny valley that like this next gen like promised us as far as like look at all these polygons in this guy's face. Like when Kevin Spacey shows up, that's Kevin fucking Spacey. There is no. There, there was, there was no makeup on that man. That is just he, he, he lives in my TV. Like that, it is amazing. Especially when you do those close-ups. I put at the end of my review, I put a little video of just a short little sequence after the uh, traffic mission where there's kind of like sitting around having a drink, and there are some crazy good close-ups in that in that particular cutscene that I was just like, oh people, yeah, yeah. I was like, people need to see this, and this is very like. Not, it's like you know during the twilight hours, so it's like the sun setting and the and the light is hitting him the right 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 on my avatar. You see, like that's 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 the kind <laughs> of thing I love. Like it was, it is amazing, and the, you know the game looks good. And like I said, just the simple fact that like now like one example I used in my review was like I hit you know I went around a corridor, guy with a shotgun. Normally in any other Call of Duty game, I'm fucking dead, and then I you know instinctively hit the left joystick to joosh. Boost this way, completely missed. I went up and I fucking exo punched him in the face, sent him flying twenty feet, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I, I like you, Call of Duty. You know, you you you're slowly winning me back." But, we're friends uh, again. Yeah, yeah, we're we're friends again. Cause <laughs> yeah. man, I I did not play Ghost when it came out. I played Ghost maybe a few months ago, and wow, that game is a hot mess. And 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 one thing I mentioned, he was like, "This is the only game where I remembered." almost all of the characters' names, which I almost never do in a Call of Duty game outside of, like, you know, Price. And what was your guy's name in the Soap? You were Soap? Uh, soap. In, yeah, yeah you, soap. Were, you were Soap in a lot of the games. And I didn't even know what, he's, what his personality was, but... And I think that's a, that, that attributed yeah. to just a good voice acting and just the good performances all around. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like Advanced Warfare is kind of like this year's Black Flag, where it kind of has to, like, you know, it had to kind of clean up the mess of a... Pre, you know, like, Black Flag kind of yeah. had to clean up the mess of, of uh, Assassin's Creed 3 mm-hmm. being not that great, and... Right. You know, Advanced Warfare is kind of in the same position, um, you know, doing that for for ghosts and kind of yeah. picking up the pieces of that, uh, especially on on next, you know, on being on current gen consoles now. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I was hesitant, um, you know, uh, for Advanced Warfare just because up oh, another Call of Duty game, you know, that that's the I, I, Call of Duty is kind of an easy target in that way, but right. I feel like you know, Advanced Warfare does seem like it's kind of hitting a lot of buttons and and you know, seems like it, it's putting its best foot forward on the, the new systems, so. Yeah, like I said, it's a, it's, 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 it's taking baby steps to being, like, a really good, a really good game again, because yeah. I do feel like it does play it safe as far as, like, the way it tells the story and the mission design, where, you know, they could have gone black, I, I was hoping they'd go the black outs route and just kind of go, like, go balls to the wall. Hey, we got this crazy strike force mode where it's you and robots against other people. It's like, what? What? What is this? And or, you know, or like branching paths. Like that's really awesome. Like I, I thought that was really interesting. I mean, at, at the end the story was kind of nonsense, but you know what? I applauded the effort and I was like, hey, this 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 is this is a great way to keep the game interesting. But I feel yeah, like they kind of need a yeah, climatic at the end, but I don't want to give spoilers away. I, I mean, you you kind of know what's coming. I mean, it, I, I knew exactly how I was finishing off the final that final uh, confrontation, and I was like, I knew exactly how this was going to go. And when it happened, I was just laughing out loud because, like, I literally called this line <laughs> by line. God damn it! But yeah, I mean, if you've seen any action movie in the last 10, 15 years, you kind of have an idea how this movie, how this movie, how this game is going to end. 
But uh, but like I said, it, it does its job of being. It, the game is a power fantasy. Like it's it, you you feel powerful, and you know I commented that the AI. Yeah, you know, we were talking earlier that the AI is just super dumb. It's like yeah, they want to be shot, and now they're just kind of like boost in front of you to get shot. But it's fine because I can throw grenades at home on people, and then I can punch people into traffic, and and, and you know what? I'm okay with that. Like I I, I want to shoot a bunch I got of. It. I want to shoot a million. I gotta say, guys. I'm glad they didn't put those grenades in multiplayer. I, I was a little afraid of that because I actually went to the campaign first and mm. then multiplayer. And after playing through the campaign, I was like, oh man, I hope they don't put these grenades because everybody's just going to be cheese dicking this thing to death. It's oh yeah, be terrible. The, the smart grenades. You throw them up in the air. It just says, uh, "I'm gonna go after you," and then it just homes in on a guy, which is kind of great. I love those little because now instead of picking up a bunch of grenades, you just kind of cycle through what you want this particular grenade to be. So it's like this one can be a oh, flat like, we got an even more cheesy version of the smart pistol out of Titanfall. <laughs> oh God! Uh, but I, I really hated that smart pistol in Titanfall. And I, you know, and I didn't play Titanfall again until uh, they did an update where they made the assault rifle do a nut, like it took an extra bullet to kill a guy now, and that literally destroyed the way I played the game, which was like I I can't play Titanfall anymore. Like this was the only gun I used, and I I'm I'm one of those people. If you're gonna balance weapons, because one weapon is say overpowered. Beef up the other weapons. Don't nerf the one super powerful weapon, because then that that makes no sense. Like, that, that's I haven't got a chance to play in a while. Didn't they add a horde mode? The latest patch and added a horde uh, mode. Oh yeah, I actually wanna I actually wanna take a look at that. I might do a short video about it, and so we'll, we'll take a look at that. But uh, but yeah, I was I, I was kind of surprised by. It. I mean, I'm still really terrible at uh, Call of Duty, which which hasn't changed. So I, and I have a feeling if you're just like a hardcore Call of Duty person, as soon as you put that control in your hand, as soon as the HUD comes up, you just kind of like. You'll feel right at home. Yeah, there's some new things here, but uh, yeah, but but yeah. Once you kind of get a, an idea of like the zipping around, because once you kind of start figuring out how the boosting works, you can move around that map pretty fast. Because you can double jump up, and then if you look down, you'll diagonally zip zag down and do this crazy boost thing that'll shock people. It's 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 kind of nuts. And I you know I, I like I was really surprised. And it's I'm I like seeing the different. Seeing different people experiment with different loadouts is pretty interesting, and you know usually. And what I've been doing now is the. Uh, have you tried the combat readiness program? Is that the? Uh, no, I'm thinking of the uh, like the new zombie mode. That's not zombie. No, no, it's actually yeah, that's, that's the um, that's the bot mode, right? To yeah. practice against bots. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, they'll throw you in a game with people and bots. You don't really know because their target targeting reticles just says bad guy. And a rank, and like a bad guy, and like his difficulty on there, and you can just, you know, you just go and you kill stuff. There's no score. There's no real. There's no real reason to do it outside of like, I really don't use a sniper rifle. Let me see how this works. You know, let me see how this works in the context of combat. And oh yeah, it's awesome. And if you do really well, it just kicks you right out because like you're clearly not a noob. Stop trying to troll people and get out of here. But like yeah, I was kind of, you know, I, I welcomed it because I was just like, I have no idea how to, you know, I. I, that was the first thing I did, and I was like digging it because then you got a chance to see a lot of your kill streaks in action. So, because I I usually never get to a kill streak in a in a Call of Duty game because I'm always the kind of guy that, like I just trade deaths. And, like, maybe I will get one or two kills and then kill the guy and die. But uh, this one I like that they switched to a point system as opposed to a kill system because then I can just complete objectives. Yeah, which, which, yeah. Which, I know I like that a lot. That, that that certainly adds a whole new level of like rewards to me. Uh, I got the Warbird. I did say I, I got a kill streak to actually get the Warbird, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, well, I noticed that what you can do is you can uh, you can equip modules on the kill streak, so I could put the support one where the points carry over after death. So I can always get a yes. UAV or an orbital drop 
where I could just, which is just a random something. So yeah, I do support, and then I just kind of carry over for def. Which so like now I'm playing with just like no pressure because now I'm just I know at some point I'm gonna get a UAV because just by default I'm gonna rack up enough points because if you get assists or capture territories, uh, I really like uplink mode, that dumb basketball mode where you're taking the thing and throwing it through the hoop, and it's it's. It's so dumb, but it, it's super fun because you're doing that, and all of a sudden there's a huge laser coming off from the sky, and then there's a helicopter shooting other lasers at you, and then people are using recon drones with machine guns and rockets, and I'm just like, yeah, this is this is Call of Duty where everything will kill you from all directions, and now you and now you have to worry about players coming from all directions, which you know, which is neat, but like and flying drones shooting at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's insane, and, you know, like I said, it, it it does feel a little like, you know, if you try to go into Call of Duty a, a few months from now, you're, you're going to be so discouraged, because like, everyone everyone you play against is just going to be so much better than you, and I, I still don't consider it new player friendly, as much as I love that combat readiness mode, it's still like a bullshit mode, you can't, you're not going to get anything accomplished there, because, uh, you know, I like the gear, I like getting custom gear, I got like a cool helmet, like I killed a guy in the air and I got a little red Baron cap, and I was like, that's kind of neat, and then it expired, which is dumb, because your loot shouldn't expire. But, uh, what but, I do recommend, though, and if you're discouraged from going into multiplayer, which, because I'm terrible too, I'll admit, but that new survival mode is actually pretty kick-ass. Uh, the new zombie mode without zombies. I mean, I know that they eventually you will get zombies. Like, yeah, so I'm a little annoyed. Yeah, I'm a little annoyed with that that they're including zombie modes for the in the season pass for the deal, which is fifty fucking dollars, which is maybe the most expensive season pass I've seen, outside of Call of Duty Elite, <laughs> which was a hundred dollars. No, I think um, I think that was the same for like Black Ops and and Ghost. I think it was fifty dollars for the that's for all the map packs and everything though. So yeah, but zombies was included in like the normal game. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the EXO was it EXO Squad or EXO Survival? That you know, it's it's you know, bad guys coming out. I guess people are just more accustomed to like I'm more accustomed to that zombie mode because I always thought it was just kind of like a goofy distraction, and now you're just like, yeah. oh, it's just dudes. I'm like, oh, oh. I kind of like zombies and monsters and or extinction. Like that was that, that was maybe the best part of Call of Duty Ghost was this mode that like people kind of never played. Where yeah. you aliens and shit like that's really awesome, uh, but yeah, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare it it's it's not bad. Who knew? Like that that is really made surprise. It is it is very Kevin Spacey heavy. You if if you know it's a good good diversion if you want a nice little twitch shooter before uh, for the end of the new year. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's let, let the we're done with that one. Uh, Ryan, other Ryan, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about big monsters and and the people who hunt them. Wait, wait, Kevin Spacey doesn't count as a big monster? I don't know. Is that is that, <laughs> um but anyway, yeah, we uh yeah, we we played uh we played Evolve. I thought he was the, not uh, listening to you, right? I'm so sorry. Like I'm oh, okay. like I felt really I, like you made a joke. I'm like, oh my god, I was not paying attention. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so, uh anyway, so getting getting away from my Kevin Spacey <laughs> joke. Uh so last weekend was the uh, Evolve Big Alpha. Um so it was on uh, all platforms for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, so you played the Xbox One uh, version, right? I right. played the, the yeah. PS4 version. Never went up because the firmware update broke it. Apparently, yeah. From they, um, yeah, they extended the beta a little. I think it ended uh, this past Tuesday, so they extended yeah. it a little bit because the PS4 version was broken. Um, so I played some of the PC version. Um, so yeah, do you want to just start off and talk about what you what you thought of the, the alpha so far? It was basically so just to give a quick rundown of it. Uh, it was a uh, so the alpha, you know, you could play online matches. Um, 
you know, I I played in a when I played it on PC, I played it in a group of uh, me and three other friends, uh, okay. and then the fifth person was always like some random person that would play the monster. So we would all assume a different role, and then a fifth person would be the monster. Um, and so the basic rundown for those that have not uh, played Evolve is that uh, similar to sort of like Left 4 Dead or, or co-op games like that, you're working on a team of uh, four people that are each a different class. There's medic, assault, support, and trapper, and uh, they're all trying to go after this big monster. Uh, and that's sort of the how the gameplay revolves, is that the yeah. monster is trying to eat other like creatures so it can evolve and grow stronger. The humans are trying to outlast the monster or kill it so that way you know it won't kill them and, and mess them up. So <laughs> it's basically how it goes. So uh, Yeah, the outfit itself was uh, the same demo I played over at uh, PAX East this year. Because, um, yeah. I mean, it, it, was, it was still a lot of fun. I kind of realized that it is a game you need to play with friends if you're going to do the human side of things. Gets the yeah. monster because the classes are so complementary of each other that you need to coordinate things really well. Because, you know, if you get someone playing a really bad trapper, you'll never contain the monster in order to actually fight him. So, like, you know, the trapper can drop that big dome that traps the monster to an area. The medic can use a trank rifle to slow down that monster so he can't, like, escape. And then, you know, or switch with sniper rifle, shoot him and highlight weak spots that your other characters can shoot. Then you have the support class who can shield people that the monster is fighting or drop orbital strikes on that same monster. So, the, yeah, it becomes a lot of... You want to catch that monster early on when it's in its weaker, like, stage one evolution because yeah. that's going to be the most vulnerable it's in. And as the monster, you want to get as far away from them as possible, eat up other critters that are on the map, maybe start using a lot of the, like, you know, they're kind of like natural traps there, like these kind of Venus flytrappy things where you can kind of get the hunters trapped into or other big monsters, like, not as big as you, but other, like, kind of monsters that will, you know... They, they could rough up the hunters if they kind of cross paths. So I was doing that too because I personally love playing as the as the ma as the Goliath because if you sneak around, they quite they can't quite capture you. So I would sneak around near another giant creature. So when I start getting engaged, I hop away, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, we gotta fight this thing. And then maybe I'll try to do like a sneak attack. And so yeah, all the hunters get three lives apiece. So you know, m my plan was to evolve to stage two, get some new abilities like bigger, badder fire breath or a, or, or a, a more awesome charge where you knock people down and, like, claw the shit out of them. So, yeah, I would do that and try to get... Because, you know, you, you're you thinking three deaths. Or or if you wipe them all out at once, you win, which which is really hard to do. But you can kind of do yeah. that maybe in the later, you know, stage two maybe, stay in stage three if you get enough armor. Because your health is... Your health does not regenerate. Your armor does. So as you stage it, your health can just be brought down, brought down, brought down, and it will never come back. When every time you eat a critter, it'll knock your armor up. So it becomes a you know so it becomes a good balance. So you kind of have to figure out like how aggressive you want to be early on and how aggressive you don't want to be early on because when you max out an evolution, you have to find a nice corner, crunch down, evolve, and you're vulnerable for like 20 seconds, and then you lose your armor again, and then you have to go and re-earn your armor. So it becomes that decision, especially when you're going from stage two to three and you have your armor maxed out, you're like, ah, you know what, while I'm here, I might as well try to get a couple of uh, sneak attacks, maybe knock down a couple lives off these guys. But, uh, but yeah, it's fun. Like, I've, I've played against people who clearly were working together the right way, and they were hitting me with harpoons, and, like, I couldn't move, so even once I tried to leap away, I couldn't get anywhere. And then I faced people who had no idea what was going on, so it was like, go after the medic, go after the support, run <laughs> away, and just, yeah, it, it, it's, it's really fun, and it, and it gets super tense. I, I am curious how they're going to do the, because, you know, I think it's fun to play the monster, but I also think it's weird to split up your group, so if you're playing with four people, I don't know how it does rotating-wise uh, for classes, like, it's like, okay, now this guy's the monster. 
So I don't know if it's... To me, I don't think it's going to be fun if you go with five friends because it's like, you know, just not taking it as seriously. Like, I like the idea of just rotating around with four people against a stranger monster guy. Yeah. But I don't know what it does as far as splitting the group because you can kind of go in and, like, what recommended class do you like to play? Like, I actually really like playing the medic because I, I, I love tranking the shit out of guys and then healing people as they're coming around because, man, a timely heal will... will that will fuck the monster up because when you think yep. it's down and you and because then you're then you can also get be kind of like down and not out where you're kind of still shooting where you can still when you can be brought back. So as a monster, you're kind of like, ooh, let me take this guy out of the fight. But then you can also end up being it just being like a massive lore. Where it's like, all right, well he's trying to kill this guy. Let's just completely eviscerate and just destroy the monster. Which, I mean, yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of sense. I mean, it's it's gonna come down to you know what other monsters are there. We I, I got to fight against the Kraken, which is that floating Cthulhu thing that shot lightning at people. Yeah. Which was terrifying in its final evolution <laughs> because you came in and you're like, what the fuck is that? And then just shot lightning at you and it's just hovering around and making weird noises and I'm like, I, 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 don't, I don't want nothing to do with this monster. So yep. yeah, I think it's always has some really interesting uh, monster types. Um, don't know if, you know, don't know if they're giving you, if you have different weapons in there. I know you kind of have a primary and a, and a, like a secondary. I think I there are. Um, yeah, I don't know I, if there are I, loadouts. I think so, um, because, like, I mainly played, um, I think, actually, the only, I, I played the game previously at uh, E3 in a demo there, um, and uh, I uh, when I played it there, like, I, I played as the Assault class, and I've been mainly playing the Assault class in the, when I was in the Alpha, um, and uh, the weapons I was using was different, because I think there are different, like, characters you could play as, like, within each class, like, there are different, like, skins and whatever, and yeah, I, I saw there, that. There are definitely different loadouts because, like, I remember in uh, in the E3 demo, I had like a flamethrower, and that was like the really powerful weapon for the mm. assault class. So you try it had really poor range, but you can go in and do some damage on the monster, light them on fire. And then uh, in the alpha, I had the, uh, the lightning gun. So it was this kind of this. Uh, it was a longer range weapon, like you know, you still had the like you, you still had to get up close to mm. use it, but it was good because you could chain some damage together with the other uh, the other uh, you know uh, members of your team. Um, so it does seem like there are going to be like different weapons and different loadouts and things you could choose from and kind of customize a bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a fun game. I'm looking forward to it. That's gonna that's a February release, I think, right? Yeah, it's out. Uh, yeah, it's out in February next year. Um, I I really enjoyed it a lot so far. Like, I'm a big. I love Left 4 Dead. Um, you know, it's it's easily like one of my favorite multiplayer games that I played. And uh, so for for uh, for me, it kind of plays like a. It's a much faster paced version of Left 4 Dead because I mean, as good as Left 4 Dead was, Left 4 Dead was like a very big time commitment because most Left 4 Dead matches you would not finish in like less than half, like at least an hour, hour and a half, you know. Right. So this is like you know, like the matches are a lot shorter. I played a lot of matches where we killed the monster within like ten minutes because the monster just sucked. Or yeah, I, I mean, I, I wiped some. I wiped out Team of Hunter in six minutes, and I was so oh, yeah, yeah. myself. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was timing that leap down, or like when they dropped that dome. Like I figured yeah. it's so frustrating when they call that dome and I just escaped. Yeah. <laughs> I just sit around and I'm like, ah, suckers. And I'm just yeah. marching on bad guys. Like, it's really there good. Was, uh, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, because I, I think, like, most matches are, like, maybe the longer ones are around, like, half hour or so, but I think what's good about Evolve is that there's always a constant, like, uh, you know, drive in it. Like, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, the monster, like, you know, is forcing things. There's no, like, lulls in the gameplay, right. I feel like, which is, you know, because whether it's, like, the, you know, there's always a timer, so that way the humans, you know, the humans have to try to outlast, you know, like, the humans have to try and stop the monster from evolving, so they want to try and get it in the early stages when it's mm -hmm. weaker and can take, you know, take more damage. Um, but the monster also has to be careful because, you know, if the time runs out and he can't either kill all the humans or destroy their, their power relay, then, you know, then he's screwed as well. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I like that. It kind of forces you. It, it, like, it's, it's very cat and mouse. So it's just, it, it just reminds you of just like a really cool match of like Tug of War, where the other end is just yeah. a giant monster. And it other. forces, it forces, it forces, like it, it forces both sides to be proactive, so that way none mm-hmm. of them could be like, well, the monster can't just turtle and try and like you know try and right. evolve itself. You know, it forces both sides that they have to go after one another like equally. So it does a nice yeah. job, I think, of balancing that out. I'm not a big fan of the art or the graphics. Like, I think it looks kind of ugly. Um, but uh, yeah, the, I mean, I like the monster design. Uh, the I monsters think monsters look cool, but the humans, I'm not really a big fan of any of them, especially the assault classes, because the one guy has like a cigar in his mouth or whatever, and I'm just yeah, not I mean, like a big. It doesn't look like a very consistent look because it's like kind of stylized, yeah. but I feel like the character, I don't know, the characters look a lot like they came from like Firefall or something. Like it's just... they are kind of goofy looking. I'm like I, like just visually, I'm not a big fan of the like yeah. the art and the graphics, but the uh, but the gameplay is a lot of fun, and I'm really yeah. looking forward to playing more of it. But yeah, and I, I did a I did a video for it, and it was it's up on the site. So if you just want to see a couple of quick playthroughs of a monster of me just fucking decimating some fools, uh, that's that's up. It, it's pretty good. So yeah, evolve. You should probably check that out. Uh, yep, yep. I I also played the crew, but I don't know, Ryan. Do you even want to talk about the crew? I I really didn't like it. I uh, yeah, this is what their third beta test. They had it on PC twice now, and mm-hmm. over. Uh... Summer or maybe late summer, early fall, and then uh, now and again on PS4, obviously and Xbox One. Uh, I'm not, I'm not digging it. I mean, I, it's they. I feel like they took the driving mechanics directly out of Watch Dogs and put it in a dedicated. <laughs> race. That's exactly what it feels like. It, uh, yeah, just, like, I played it. It's super early. I just got past the prologue. That's what I recorded. Uh, I mean. It's got this weird story to it that I'm not like really digging. It's it 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 it, it, it seems like a throwaway script of like Fast and the Furious. Like I need you to go undercover into the five tens racing crew and you know uh, expose this shady. Uh, this expose this uh this corrupt FBI agent. I'm like oh my god, I can't. Like just no thank you. And yeah, there's the the driving just just does not feel good. I remember seeing this game like a year ago at a Ubisoft event and just saying like. It kind of looks like Burnout. Oh, it doesn't play like Burnout. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 curious to see what what the social aspects are to that game. It's like you know, get your crew together and you know drive across country. And I just saw it's like, hey, you should probably go to Miami and get your car tuned. I'm like, I'm in Detroit. I can't just drive to Miami. And then there's a little map there. I was like, oh, it looks like I can. All right, great. But uh, yeah, I kind of like their condensed version of America, where it's just like, yeah, you're you know, 15 minutes away from New York, from Chicago. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever you say. And uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I think I'm, they pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give sure it, they the script directly out of Need for Speed: The Run and put it in the crew. Yeah, yeah, it's it, like the writing's not super great. I mean, I like that the main character kind of looks like me, which is always good. That was just kind of, just kind of like he he looks like me. Like, <laughs> does, right. He kind of looks like me like 10 to 15 years from now, and like I just kind of gave up and just you know I decided to like follow my passion of just being a race car, like a street racer. But he just does not look like a guy who races cars. He looks like, you know, the you know, he looks like the guy who designed the car or like, you know, installed like the dash on it or something. I don't know. He has got this weird techie look to him where it's just like you do not look like a car racer. Like you say something authoritative and it just doesn't sound like it, you know, a lot like me. It's just like, I don't know, I can't take you seriously, dude. Uh but yeah, I don't know, it's still in beta. I'm gonna give that one like a wait and see approach. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of want to play that with people and see what the multiplayer is actually like because, you know, I was just playing against AI and it was not great. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's still it's in its early stages, obviously. I, I've got high hopes for it. Uh, I'm not completely abandoning it yet. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I, I am looking forward to it. I've been looking forward to it since its announcement. 
Um, I just hope they clean it up a little bit. Some of the driving mechanics, I think, are just plain terrible, but, you know, we still got a while. Yeah, that's true. Oh, good, good luck, the crew. We're rooting for you. Uh, all right, let's go into some news stuff. Guys, Grand Theft Auto V is getting a first-person view. What? What? <laughs> what? And it looks kind of amazing. Uh, they showed a trailer earlier uh, earlier this week for first some single player stuff. So you're seeing like Sam, Michael, Trevor running around in first person, and they showed some of the heist there. And it, at a glance, I was like, "Is that a, that kind of looks like a, like a Call of Duty sequence?" And it it looks like an entirely different game being played in first person, which is amazing. Uh, yeah. And then today they showed the trailer for uh, Grand Theft Auto Online, which is the online component for Grand Theft Auto V, of that being played in first person, of you holding up a liquor store and just, just being a total asshole in first person. And I'm like, I think I kind of want to play this game again, which is kind of, you know, I want to get on the next-gen system just to see the, the visual upgrade for it, but, like, this new mode is just exclusive for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. And I'm like, you know what? This is going to be the way that you're going to drive people back who are just like, you know what? I put, like, 20 hours into the multiplayer and I kind of completed everything I need to do in the single player. But I think everything from this perspective is probably going to look fucking amazing. Uh, they said they yeah. redesigned all the dashboards and all the cars, so they all look the same. All the lights and all the speedometers all do something, which is so fucking weird that they put that, <laughs> that level of detail into, you know, something you don't really think about when, you know, in, in a racing game or something is the, you know, the heads up, you know, the first person, the pilot cam, if you will, just there. And like, wow, that, that 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 sounds really impressive. So I can't wait for that. Unfortunately, that comes out the same day as everything. So I think it comes out the same day uh, as uh, yeah. Unity, Rogue, Far, Far Cry, Far Cry. So I, I doubt, doubt yeah. maybe I'll get it. I don't. I, I don't know. I need to see what my workload's like. Because November eighteenth. November eighteenth is going to Dragon be a bad. Is that same yeah, day? It's it's going to be a bad day for people's wallets. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God! There's gonna be some backlog. Like I, I'm, I, I hate to say it, but I feel like uh, Far Cry is gonna be backlogged, like Far Cry Three was, because I backlogged Far. I really played Far Cry like literally a month and a half ago, and I did like six hours. I'm like, oh, not bad, and I just forgot about it and moved on with my life, which I feel like this might happen with Far Cry Four, even though it looks kind of fun, because you have wingsuits, and you can ride the elephant, or a elephant. But, I don't feel like they can top the uh, Voss in Far Cry Three. I, I mean. I like, I, like, I, like, I like Pan Min. He, you know, I like the idea of a dictator king uh, in just a random uh, Himalayan country. Like, you know, you're, you're just, you know, you're deposing a king. That, that's going to be kind of neat. And like, you know, I guess you're going to be the rebellion. I feel like it's the Far Cry thing. It's just like, no, you put the little rebel faction against the big power, blah blah blah. So that 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 might be that might be neat. I'm looking forward to Unity just because I've like, you know, since I loved Assassin's Creed Four so much, but hated Three with such a white hot passion. I kind of want to see what what what, what goes back to, as far as Unity is concerned. I mean, I think Unity will be exciting just to see, you know, given that it's being developed, you know, with current gen in mind, and you yeah. know, kind of being uh, like the marquee, like Assassin's Creed type, rather than like a, you know, Black Flag, which was kind of you know, kind of hobbling the the fence between mm-hmm. you know last gen and current gen. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see how Rogue turns out because I feel like Rogue is probably going to be more clo- is going to be a lot closer to what Black Flag was with the pirate ships and all that. Because as far as I can see, Unity has no pirate ships, but it does have time travel. There's a sequence where the guys in World War II France climbing the Eiffel Tower and getting shot at by an airplane. So I was like, 
Okay, Unity, color me intrigued. What, what kind of say, I, think I think it's pulling some uh, Bioshock Infinite, you know, like uh, multiple dimension nonsense. You're in an animus simulator, so it just probably says, yeah. oh, oops, corrupt, you're in the wrong era. Our bad. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I want to know I'm if you're sure still... There'll be a feasible reason student. as to why that happens. Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now, but... Hey, they're they're game developers, and they were just like, "Oh man, we must have got this mixed up with our with our World War II game. That's so weird. You're gonna play that?" And I was like, "Okay, fine. If you want to be that meta about it, Assassin's Creed, I'll go with it. As long as <laughs> as long as we're not just Connor sitting in the Senate Hall and with a mohawk, I'm I'm okay with whatever you're offering me. But uh, oh, God, that's gonna be crowded. I, I think the one to one scale of Paris is gonna be pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do like the fact that they're making it just one city with just a lot of crap in it. Yeah. Because it is during the French Revolution, so I'm like, that might be interesting. And then the co-op, the kind of, like, drop-in, drop-out co-op before the people, and the focus on, like, your character. Because your character's going to have his own individual stats, meaning, like, he can put points to his stealth, his combat, blah, blah, blah. And then every little piece of armor can be customized, which I'm always a sucker for. But, uh, but yeah, but no girls, though. They don't, they don't, they don't know how to do girls. They're just like, oh, no, no oh, girls. Girls, we don't even, what? Those are, like, extra polygons. We can't do that. This is, we're barely, it's hard. You know, it's not like they they made an Assassin's Creed game with the female character, you know, with an all female character. Shush, you know, it's Ryan. like <laughs> girls are hard to animate. All right. Yeah. Get hips. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition fans, you'll be able to play Dragon Age Inquisition 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 <laughs> on the Xbox One. Uh, EA Early Access that starts November 13th. So you can play that as early as next week for up to six hours. So if you uh, go to your Xbox One, pre-order the game digitally, you'll get 10% off, but you also need to be a member of EA Access, which is $30 a year, which is not a bad price, especially with the 10% discount. So you buy the game, it gets unlocked, and you have exactly six hours of gameplay before it locks itself up and then the game is released and then you can go back and it'll carry over your save, which is you know, which is kind of neat, which is, I want to see that, um, I, I want to see EA Access do more of that. Like, th I think this is like the first kind of test bed for it and I think that's going to go well and I think that's going to drive people to, you know, to pre-order it digitally because that, that's, yeah. like, that's the whole idea of EA Access is, you know, that, that discount so you get more people ordering the game digitally because theoretically, hey, they don't trade the game back because it's on the hard drive. You can't trade in a you can't trade in a file, which is which is I guess which is I guess the idea. I mean, I'm a member of EA Access. I, I thought it was a, you know I thought it was a really good idea. I like the Vault because it's all EA stuff, so it's like I could need for speed rot. It's gonna be a lot of games probably that end up on your backlog, and if you can get them for free, that's that's not a bad idea. Nope. But, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, fun story. I'm reviewing Dragon Age, so that's gonna be neat. So. Well, no, I think I think EA Access doing that is pretty awesome. I mean, I'm a Sony guy through and through. I'm not. I don't want to say I'm a fanboy, but <laughs> I do on the Xbox, and I, I think EA Access is so much better than PlayStation uh, now. I I I think that's garbage. I, I wish they would go to like a subscription plan. Like I, EA Access. I, I do too, but the I, I think ultimately at the end of the day, the problem is I I don't think they 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 know how to lock. I don't think they can lock down pricing on that because unless you unless you make it publisher specific. Because EA is just a publisher, so yeah, they can kind of dictate a little bit. They can goof around more with the pricing and all that stuff. Since Sony is being more agnostic as far as like publishers are concerned, it's like ah, you know, most PlayStation stuff you can play on here. I think it comes down to kind of the the back end business agreements with each individual publisher for each game, which is why you get these crazy weird prices of like, hey, eight dollars for twenty four hours, fifty dollars for thirty, like or like you know, like where the game at thirty dollar rental is cheaper to just buy it in the store. And, and and that's when you kind of get those really weird price discrepancies. Yeah, so, so, I mean, 
You know, well, who, who's going to play in a two-hour block and pay for that? Or a four-hour block, I think it is. I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. Especially when price, and the first one is that expensive. It just doesn't make any sense. Particularly when you can just go rent it, use, and if you don't like it, you just bring it back and get a full refund. I think, uh, and that's the problem with the digital kind of space right now is that the the pricing isn't competitive enough. Where you know a retailer, any given time, if they just like, hey, we're sitting on like a million copies of Call of Duty, let's fucking cut that price in half. Target, you know, Target, Walmart, they can do that. Uh, you can't really do that digitally. There's more red tape to follow because you know they're. These people have that oh, stock. Sure. Yeah, these people have that stock sitting in their back room, so it's theirs. This one is like you know this. This is more of like a legal minefield that you have to go through, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, EX is the, it's it's a good start, and depending on how it goes, assuming that it works, because you know that's going to be day on the 13th, people are going to go on and be like, I want to play some fucking Dragon Age. If I can't play Dragon Age, I am bitching, and they 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 need that to work because if not, we'll go. You'll have an issue where you run into our next piece of news, the PlayStation 2.0 Massimoon update. That is uh, my favorite thing is that it puts uh, it, it changed the standby mode to rest mode, and apparently there's a bug where if you put it into rest mode, it never comes out of it. It just puts your PS4 into a coma, basically. Is like <laughs> <laughs> essentially yes, uh, yeah. which I think is super ironic and kind of hilarious. Uh, but yeah, that up, that uh, that update's giving people lots of problems. Uh, the Evolve Alpha was delay uh, had major issues where they had to like. The, you know, pros, you add a couple of extra days to it because they, uh, Total Rock blamed uh, the update, but then I also hear like Drive Club's also blaming the update. But I'm like, listen, Drive Club, you've you've got some issues. Don't don't just be like, oh yeah yeah, it was the update all the whole time. I'm like, no no no, your your problem started way before uh, <laughs> 2.0 came out. And also, where's your PS Plus version, by the way? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I want to play Drive Club, but I, I want you know I was like oh I get this this weird PS Plus version and it's not out yet like it's just it will it, it will come out because, eventually because at this point they just they have to fucking release it yeah <laughs> like, they just be like, hey, oh, at this it. point we can share play it now what's the point of PS Plus we can just share play with everybody now I'm, right I mean I'm I'm not gonna share play with anyone. <laughs> I just I uh, no I I I don't know what PlayStation TV is I'm not gonna share play I'm just like I, it sounds like too much it sounds like too much work I'm just not gonna bother with it uh, I mean have you share played is that a thing Brian uh, I actually did last night I played uh, some Nidhog with a buddy of mine last night uh, it, it, I mean, it's it needs some ironing out. That's okay. for damn sure. But Could you give me a quick rundown exactly what SharePlay does. SharePlay is basically uh, it's like it's it's like it's like couch co-op, but over the internet. Okay, if that makes sense. So yeah, you can basically take your game. Somebody else can take their controller on their end and play your game with you. Like okay, couch co-op stuff. And they do. And do they need to own this game or no? No, they do not need to own the game. So as long as they're, I guess, a PS Plus member, they be able to. And any other limitation? Exactly. So are there any other the limitations other as far as you won't, you won't, or uh, the other person who you're share playing with, they won't earn trophies or anything like that. But uh, and also, I believe after an hour it cuts off, but you can just restart it again. That's weird. At least that's what I run into right now. Oh, I mean, is it is it like a, a mandatory thing where it gets cut off, or it's just like a kind of like a bug happening where it's just like, hey, I way, don't know if it's a bug or. If if it's mandatory, I'll have to kind of look more into that. But two point mean, right on the dock in an hour, it uh, it cuts off. So yeah, hopefully they fix that. Yeah, I'm hoping they fix it too because it, it it sounds like a actually really good you know really cool idea. And like I said, need some irony out. It's just like you know, PlayStation's always had issues with trying to release updates in a timely manner or addressing issues from those updates in a timely manner. Like remember that one that like bricked your PS3 systems and they were just kind of like, 
sorry. <laughs> like, I guess you could send it back to this and we'll give you another one. Oh, God. We're, we're no big rush, guys. Like, just, just, just wait for the PS4. Don't even worry about it. But, uh, but yeah, I'm hoping all that stuff, you know, that's, you know, I'm hoping that stuff gets resolved soon because right now they're doing the uh, that PlayStation experience in Las Vegas where they're going to show a bunch of their, you know, I kind of want to see, like, a platform-specific kind of show like that, which I think is pretty cool, where it's, like, it's essentially a PAX, just just PlayStation bullshit. And I was like, that, that actually sounds kind of neat. And it's going to be, like, yeah. 80, 80 indie stations and a bunch of just game demos. And from where you have the tickets are, like, fairly cheap. It's, like, 80 bucks or 80 to $100 or something. Yeah, that's not and too bad. And it's a two-day pass, and I think Kid Rock will be there or some nonsense like that. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, that seems neat. I mean, I, I don't know if I want to see a Microsoft one because I feel like, it, it'll essentially be the same show. You're selling the same fucking indie games and just maybe Halo and like you know and Fable. Like you're that just seems like a redundant show. But uh, but not good on good on Sony. They always they're always known for doing little things like that. I know they always do SOE Live where uh, Sony Online Entertainment always do those shows where they're showing off like DC Universe and Planet Side and whatever weird online game they still have going on that's free to play. Like that Star Wars one, that that Clone Wars one that people still play for like money points and stuff. But uh, eh, good for you, Sony. Hopefully, hopefully, Mass Moon gets resolved, so people can actually go and play the fucking games. Uh, yeah, then uh, 2.1 fix is coming soon. Uh, I'm burning down here. Uh, oh, and we'll we'll end on uh, we'll end on. Oh, sorry, I got lost track of what I was thinking. We'll end on The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt announcing 16 free pieces of DLC. And it's uh, and a quote from CD Projekt Red giving uh, what we think gamers deserve. Um, I love CD Projekt Red. I think they're such a cool. They're they're the the you know they you know, they'll release The Witcher. No DRM. It's like no. If you want to give your game to a friend, fucking give it to a friend. If they like it, have them pay for a copy eventually. We we'd appreciate it. It just seems like a very humble, very just you know very user friendly approach to their game. And yeah, like I said, so I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, right. Yeah, it's it, you wrote about the uh, the DLC. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit more, or did I? Yeah, sure. It was just, yeah, it was just a, um, it was an open letter from one of the, uh, C- uh, the uh, CEOs and founders of uh, CD Projekt Red. Uh, I won't attempt to pronounce his name because I will probably get it wrong. But anyway, um, so basically, the uh, the open letter just kind of announced that uh, they're going to be doing uh, 16 weekly uh, DLC packs after the game comes out. It's out February 24th next year. Um, so basically after the game's out, then they'll release, like, a weekly, like, DLC pack that'll give, like, a bunch of different stuff, so whether it's, like, new armor, new weapons, uh, a couple of new quests, uh, beard DLC, which I'm sure George is going to be very appreciative of, um, and, One of the uh, DLCs is actually, he's got uh, beard foam on his face. <laughs> just, it's a, yeah, it's a beard pack, it's pretty wonderful, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like, CD Projekt Red is kind of known for that, that they, you know, they, they, they look to respect gamers, and I think it's, it's nice that they're doing this, and that it's, like, kind of counter to what DLC has become, you know, where a lot of DLC is basically just, you know, it's a money grab, and, you know, now it's become another opportunity where, oh, we can, you know, I think their mindset is that they're going to finish the game and then release this stuff as extra content versus, you know, other titles that come out where it's, you know, three quarters of the game is finished and then the other quarter is going to be released as DLC, you know, that you that you pay right. for either the day of the game's release or, you know, through the season pass or whatever, so um, I just think, it, you know, it's a, it's a nice move for them, and I think it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, counter to, you know, what a lot of other companies are doing with DLC. You mean it's the anti-Ubisoft, is what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to name names, but... I mean, you don't want to buy the shaving cream that gets you DLC pants, right? <laughs> yeah, or the or the, the Yak Farm missions and whatnot, so... Uh, what the hell. 
Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's it. I think we covered everything we wanted to talk about today. And uh, and uh, and as as always, Ryan, I I I like I like t-shirts, Ryan. I don't know if you know that about me. Do you? I, I have a thing for t-shirts. I, I, I feel like if I, if I have any passion in the world, it is uh, Batman, pizza, and uh, t-shirts with Boba Fett and an Ewok on it. Mm-hmm. I think that's more my thing. And uh, and it turns out I can get these shirts at the DualShockers T public site on DualShockers.com where you can find gaming news, funny videos, and really good editorials by uh, Italian people talking about the Xbox One. Not doing well in Japan. But let's go back. Look, Ryan, I can get this shirt in male and female. Any size I want. You know, I'm still waiting for like a medium size because I feel like I fall under a small and medium depending on... Uh... F- f- female size, right, obviously? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, medium. Let's not kid ourselves here. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, you can get a group, best friends, you know, Rocket and Groot. They, I, they're best friends. I'm, I'm convinced that they are. Come on, Ryan. Any color you want, Ryan. How amazing <laughs> is that? For only $20. Also available in a crew neck hoodie. And kids, look, look, it's a hoodie, Ryan. Look, come on. Come on, Ryan. You wouldn't want that? I might. I might. I'd buy. I'd, 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 <laughs> your birthday's coming up. I'll get you one of these shirts. Look at that. In a medium. You look like a medium. I'll get you one in the medium. Uh, but <laughs> I need to stop doing that. Uh, but, yeah, you know, if you want a T-shirt, go to our T public site. And when you buy stuff, it helps us out. It keeps the lights on. It lets me do this every week. <laughs> I can snicker and... I like being a pitch man. I like my, my 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 ultimate dream is to do like like a sham wow like infomercial. Like that's what I want. I want to do that like uh, with that Phantom Saucer guy. I want to do that. I want to I want to like show the kids like wow guys look at that for parties and shit. Uh, anyway, <laughs> wow I can't believe I mentioned Phantom Saucer. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna call it. I feel like absolute garbage. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, I guess we could talk about what we've been playing before we go. I know we've been running a little bit long, and I was like, oh, let's do a short one. Uh, Ryan Rath, what are, what are you doing? The, the, the top bun of the Ryan sandwich, what, what have you been playing? I've been playing uh, Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare. I've been digging that the last week, or since Tuesday, rather, Monday. Are you still playing uh, Drive Club? Is that still is that still your obsession? Uh, I mean, I, I, I pick that up every now and then, but unfortunately, there's Still having uh, major connectivity issues. It's 2.0. It's, like, it's, it's the problem. The problem has been 2.0 this whole time, guys. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's 2.0. Okay. <laughs> it's I, actually, it, it's, 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 the problem might have been Kevin Spacey. I mean, we could blame it on him, but I guess we'll see. You know. <laughs> Ryan, my dear, what have you been playing? Um. Yes. Actually, this weekend I I played a lot of stuff. Um. To, to do so. Main, uh, mainly, I was playing uh, Shadow of Mordor and The Evil Within, just kind of chipping away at both of them. Uh. And uh, enjoying them both. Like you know, Shadow of Mordor, I've been really, really liking a lot. Evil Within, I enjoy, but I've haven't been having some frustrations with it. Mainly with the controls is kind mm. of my my beef with it. And but anyway. Um. But yeah, I've been playing those, and then obviously I uh, played a little bit of the Evolve Alpha on Sunday, and uh, on my backlog I also finished uh, Brothers: Tale of Two Sons. Uh, oh, I've been awesome. trying to I've been trying to play that for a while, and I didn't realize it's like three hours long, so it was a nice good short game that I could finish mm. pretty easily. And obviously Smash Brothers, but you know that that that's all I'll say. So. Hey, hey, we're we're getting closer and closer to Smash Brothers. <laughs> all right, your, your uh, time, yeah, your time so. will come, Ryan. Your time yeah, will come. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was it for me. So, uh, what I've been playing, I've been looking Quill Duty obviously for review. Uh, so make sure you check that out on the site. Uh, I I pretty much did everything I wanted to do in Sunset Overdrive because as soon as you you know like any other open world game, as soon as you finish it, turns out there's another set of missions you get just by beating it. So I was kind of 
getting all that stuff down and just unlocking new weird gear. So, like, I got a superhero outfit now. So, I'm like, that's kind of neat. Still a really good game after I kind of went back to it after a couple of days, and I was just like, this game is really good. So, if you have an Xbox One, that's probably great. It's a great game to jump into. The only problem is I don't know when you'll be able to jump into, especially when other like, amazing crap is coming out this month. So see, I think Sunset Overs is going to be in a lot of people. People will buy it and never get to it. So that's going to be a, a perfect kind of backlog game, but definitely a game you need to play at some point in the year because I'm, I'm considering it's probably a game of the year contender at this point. But, I'm, I'm really hope. I, like, I know it, it's probably unlikely, but I'm hoping the game comes to PC because I'm probably not going to get an Xbox one, but I really want to play that game. So. Yeah, that game's a lot of fun. I don't think it's coming to PC because I don't know. I don't think so. I, mean, I, no. I, don't, I don't think uh, Insomniac really... Insomniac's never done a PC yeah, game. Yeah, they don't have a PC. I think maybe Fuse came out on PC, unless that was... Uh, but that was an EA-published game, so I know EA yeah. do whatever it can to do. But this, this is a Microsoft-published game, so unless they do kind of like what happened with Rise, where like the company's going out of business, like, listen, we have to fucking release this on PC. <laughs> Please, Microsoft. Yeah. And they're like, fine, whatever. And you know, and I think that was the same arrangement with uh and then uh well Capcom wasn't the same arrangement, but uh Capcom But Dead was, Rising, yeah. yeah Dead Capcom was a publisher. They, you know, if they want to read some PC, they please some PC. But yeah. uh but yeah, I I don't think Sunset Overdrive, but you know, anything's possible. Like like I said, if it Sunset Overdrive doesn't sell any copies, then yeah, it'll probably see come up on PC. But uh yeah. but all the all the rave reviews and uh, I think it's gonna be on Xbox One for a while. And uh yeah, and then I also got uh Gonna do Dragon Age, so that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be that's gonna be taking up mine next week, and it's gonna suck because that's when Halo comes out, the Master Chief Collection. Once yeah. I Halo, so I'm gonna be... All the games are in the next two weeks. All the games are coming out, basically. So all the games are coming out. So make sure you guys keep an eye out for all the reviews, and we'll we'll tell you what the good stuff is. Uh, yeah, and not, well, good thing is Black, gonna be the <laughs> Black Friday's uh, Black Friday's around the corner too. So there's. That... there's... That is true. So you know, we'll keep an eye out for our shopping guide at the end of the month. We'll be like, this is the deals you need to pick up. But uh, I'm already uh, there's uh yeah there's a Best Buy deal happening. Uh, I think on Thanksgiving night for a PS4 with GTA 5 remastered and The Last of Us remastered. I'm like, I might do that because that's a pretty damn good deal. So. Uh, yeah, I I I I'm I might go broke. So we'll we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> if no, I have a PS4 at the end of the month, you know why. So. <laughs> Uh, and as always, guys, thank you so much for watching Shotcast episode 193 with Ryan Rath. Okay, that, don't even say anything, just wave, that's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and sorry. Ryan Meitzler, uh, the, the bottom bun. No, Ryan, Ryan Meitzler, you are now the top bun of the Ryan sandwich. I'm demoting Rath to the bottom bun. I, uh, I'm going to... Oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press X to uh, pay my respects to that, uh, that notion, so... And I, of course, <laughs> I, am, of course am, I am your fearless leader host guy who, uh, at this point, in, I can't even string together words to make a coherent, a coherent sentence. So I'm going to say goodnight. Take care, guys. Happy shopping next week. Goodnight. Night. Bye-bye. <laughs> Press X to die.